to the Glass Case for Motion. I'm Ryan, and Chuck and Kim is with me, as always, and our guest this week is pretty special. Uh, we have oh, Justin nice. Marks with us. It's the hey, culmination uh, of my podcast career right here. Is it the <laughs> debut? Yeah. It's the culmination, not the debut, it's the culmination. That's, okay. It's my high point so far. Oh, well, good. Yeah. Glad to, glad to hear that. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're really excited. Speaking of high points, we're just going to get this out of the way. Yeah. You're... Climbing mountains now. Big mountains. Well, <laughs> when, I was, when I was a kid, I had two heroes. Heroes were, I had two sets of heroes, race car drivers and mountain climbers. And I had to kind of pick one direction. So I picked racing. And so my dream was one day, you know, one day I want to win a NASCAR race, my dream. So let's fast forward, you know, 20 years. Yeah. Win mid-Ohio last year and I get home and I'm like, hmm. I think I'm going to start climbing. <laughs> 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 but that's a pretty good deal. So though. yeah. So I mean, I, I had two dreams growing up. One was to win an NASCAR race. One was, you know, stand on the the highest point on earth. And uh, I just thought it'd be cool with one of them out of the way, which I think in some ways is probably harder than standing on the top of Mount Everest winning a NASCAR race. Um, I figured maybe maybe we just start the process and see if we can't realize both dreams. How do you train for that? Because North Carolina is not really. Yeah. I mean, the mountains here aren't that that big. Yeah, Mount Mitchell, but. Yeah, but that's it's, nowhere uh, near the summit no. of Everest. No, it's just a ton of running. So really? I went. So I went to I went to Ecuador in um, March and did some training for a week and a half down there, almost two weeks down there. And uh, and I was running fifty miles a week just on the trails, just trail running, tons oh, wow. of hours a day. Um, because you're just trying to build a big big aerobic base, I and mean, you're just trying to build a ton of base fitness. And then and then as we got closer to the climb, it was, you know, sticking a bunch of. Um, bunch of like stacks of stone underneath the front of my treadmill at home and getting that thing jacked up at like 20 oh, degrees my gosh. and then putting 60 pounds on my back and watching TV and walking, just wow. simulating yeah. it. So. You might need to talk to Jay Cutler. He's not really into cardio. Yeah. Did you see his quote? <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently you don't have to be in shape to be a quarterback. <laughs> be, so He said, what was the quote? Something like, well, I mean, I'm not that in I'm that. a quarterback. I don't have to have good cardiovascular yeah. uh, like, endurance. What? Yeah. That's a little bit different, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's different spots and positions to play but you don't want to hear that though if you're a Dolphins fan like the new guy you bring on that's signed for a year for like 10 million dollars and he's like eh my cardio is not that good but it doesn't matter because I'm a quarterback have you seen the smoking Jay Cutler memes like there's just pictures of Jay Cutler like no he doesn't actually smoke but there's pictures where people have photoshopped cigarettes (laughs) into just because he always has this sort of like I don't care look on his face so people just insert a cigarette have you seen the pictures from his presser it's just like the still photos of him being announced. He's, every photo, he's just like, yeah. he's like not smiling. He's just like, yeah. Yeah. That look excited. Doesn't, in, doesn't inspire confidence in the fan base. <laughs> yeah. His wife's the moneymaker, though, of the household. Kristen Calavari. Yeah. Or Cavallari, however you say her last Who's name. That? From the OC? No. Orange County Choppers? No, yes. <laughs> yes. Orange from County Laguna, Choppers. Whatever that show was. Uh, the what one was, on MTV. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't the OC. It was some. I don't know. I don't know. It was I, on when I was in high school. All I know is she was on The League, which is a great show. The league, I don't know that one either. I don't oh. know that. 
The Hills. Oh, it's called the hills. the hills. The Hills have eyes. From yes, the Hills have eyes. Aaron Marks. Thank you. <laughs> I got a question on, on the Mount Everest stuff. Are there more drivers that have won NASCAR races or people that have climbed Mount Everest? There are more people that have climbed Mount Everest. Really? Yeah. How many? 4,000. 4,000. Oh, wow. Since 1953. That's a lot more than I thought. And the first was? Sir Edmund Hillary and Tenzing Norgay. Boom. Wow. Look at you. Do you have a Tenzing Norgay? No, I don't have a Tenzing Uh, Norgay. I have a Dalai Lama. Dalai, hey. (laughs) Do you have like his photo printed out and framed next to your bedside for motivation? No. Dang it. That, no, but I have social media, so I scroll through pictures of climbers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I well, are, is there as much need now for Sherpas when climbing than there were in well, the 1950s? Um, yes, there are. And uh, you can make an argument that there's more of a need now because there's a lot more commercial expeditions on the mountain with a lot of climbers that don't have a ton of experience. They're not career climbers. So they need the help and support. So they need those Sherpa people helping to put fixed ropes on the mountain, establish camps, cook food, all, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of the guys that are like real professional full-time mountaineers, it's what they do. They climb the mountain essentially alpine style where they keep they keep everything with them. They carry their tent with them. They carry everything mm-hmm. with them. So they're fast and light. They go up and go down. But these big commercial expeditions, they take you know 25 climbers on the mountain that don't have a ton of experience. And those, those guys spend a lot of money and they've got entire teams of cooks mm-hmm. and and all that stuff, and it's kind of it's this big it's this, it's an issue on the mountain right now, sort of the over commercialization of Everest. Um, but How I mean, realistic it's realistic. Is the movie Everest? Because I saw that. Well, it's a true story. I mean, everything there is it's but a like true the story. Ladders, but I mean, did you see it, Ryan? That movie? I oh yeah, that's all. That's like all they true. Like, yeah, they yeah. bungee cord the ladders together. I'm like, I'm yeah. not touching that. Well, what happens is, so there's a glacier on the mountain, and the glacier essentially is like a frozen waterfall, but it's still moving. And so the glacier comes down, and it and it basically falls off of you know maybe a thousand foot cliff, right? And so that's called the ice fall. And so the glacier splinters apart and breaks into a lot of pieces, but those pieces are the size of this building. And so what they do is the Sherpas go and they establish a route through the ice fall with ladders and ropes. And sometimes there's just chasms that you have to cross on, on these ladders. But the problem with the ice fall is that it's kind of alive, it's moving. And so it has a tendency to break apart. And sometimes those boulders fall down and they have to reestablish the route. And so there's a lot of people that are starting to move to the to the Chinese side of the mountain instead of the, mm-hmm. the Nepal side where there is there's very minimal glacier travel and there's a lot less um, there's a lot less sort of objective hazard um, but it's a little bit more technical of a climb so whenever I go my my, my goal is to is to come at it from the Chinese side it's less crowded um, and it's just a safer way to go to it mm-hmm. feel but like a little bit more work need to pack a lot of like whiskey keep <laughs> there you, is keep alcohol at base camp I can't imagine. <laughs> That's drinking old, whiskey at 18,000 feet and feeling like say, I can climb the next yeah. day. No, but it keeps you warm. Do. The altitude would yeah. be rough, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I mean, it's more of a fact. How high is Everest? 29,035 feet. Yeah. And base camp is? Um, eight, 18,000. <laughs> so your blood is at what? How thin is your blood at that altitude? Well, at the at the summit, there's something like a third of the oxygen in the air is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. They so, yeah, have, I wouldn't want to drink whiskey. At that. They should have special no. bars where they somehow, it's like a chamber, and they alter the oxygen level. so Like that, an oxygen bar in the airport, like you see. But they alter the oxygen level so that, you know, people get wasted faster. So you could, like, drink near beer. Oh, like that. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like O'Doul's. Yeah, like it'd be like you would uh, go up, you know, on oh. trade, and there would be a bar where it was, like, a chamber, but they've... They've altered the <laughs> levels of oxygen. So you could experience what it's <laughs> like to drink on Mount Everest? <laughs> sure. And then you just get shit hammered and go home? I don't know about hey, that. Hey, probably not like a lot of money bill, in that because you're not going to be selling no, much your alcohol. Bill, your That's bill true. would be 
less. Bill would be low, but yeah, then you. But maybe you have to pay to get in, so that's where maybe. that's where they they make more of their money. What mountains have you climbed in training for this? So I've climbed. Um, well, I mean, I've done some hikes in in like the in the Rockies, but I went to Ecuador and I went to two volcanoes in Ecuador, Cayambe and Chimborazo. One's nineteen thousand feet, and the other one was twenty thousand feet. They, in they were dormant. I hope they were dormant. Yep. Active volcanoes. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so that was that was a lot of. I mean, that was a good, really a, some, a immersive training for those you know those eight or ten days. We we made it. We didn't summit both days. Nobody summited the mountains on the two days I was there, but we got real close. Cayambe, we got to eighteen and a half thousand feet, and the winds were really really high, and a lot of the teams turned around. Uh, and then on Chimborazo, it was sort of uncharacteristically warm. The snow was unstable, and just wasn't wasn't too safe. We yeah. got to about eighteen thousand feet. How long will it take? How long will your trip be? You do Everest. Mm, take so to I'm planning summit. on pre-acclimatizing, which means I sleep in an oxygen tent in my bed for a month before I go, which is sort of, sort of like an oxygen deprivation tent, and it helps build up your red blood cell count so you can do less acclimatization when you're there. But it's 25 days probably if you're, oh, wow. if you're moving fast and and that's moving and, fast and fit. Yeah, because you have to you have to take your time. You have to take rest days because it's so high that your body. You have to just take the time for your body to. To adjust the altitude. To so, yeah. so I just need one of those tents, and I'll just right. put that in my living room and then sip on my... <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. Perfect. That's all you need, yeah. yeah. Just an oxygen tent. Did you do any hiking in Watkins Glen? Anybody? Uh, I wanted to. I've been to Buttermilk Falls, which is kind of right near Ithaca, and done that hike, but I didn't get to this time. I went to the Watkins Glen Gorge. It's not really a hike. You're just kind of walking along a man-made gorge, but uh, it was all right. Was it gorgeous? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't bad. Is that the what is that where the waterfalls are? Like right yeah. in town there? Yeah. yeah. It's all right. It's not bad. I don't know yeah, what they cool. made it for. It's just all ground out. And it's a cool area up there. It's nice. It was a good weather. Crowd right. seemed good. Oh, the weather oh, was perfect. The crowd was amazing. So you tweeted about that. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, the crowd was was pretty good. Uh I think it was sold out for the last like two years in a row. It's been sold out and just unbelievable amount of people in the stands and in the infield. And uh, you had a good finish. No one, what was it, eighth? Yeah, we ended up eighth. We man, I thought you were gonna have it there. Uh, yeah, man. I thought we were good to go on gas, and and we weren't. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, that stinks. But we had a, yeah, we had a decent run, which is nice. But uh, you know, we got a road course expert sitting next yeah. to me who will be defending his win this weekend. Are you hoping for rain Ohio. again? Uh, I don't want to be hoping for rain because I want to be in a position where we're gonna be fast no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. But it dried out last year, and you went flying by me. I need to, I need to find a little <laughs> bit of speed in the dry. That was my which only we've been shot. Working on, I was about a fifth place car in the dry. In the rain, we were good, but if it, I mean, I'll, I'll be fine. I mean, I'll be happy if it rains, sure. But we've been not focused on that. Yeah, yeah. it's a fun racetrack. It's a really cool mid Ohio is what we're talking about. Yes, I've actually never been there. Oh wow! But my dad's entire family is from Mansfield. Nice. Mm-hmm. I really. Yeah, my dad and his that. entire family are from Mansfield. I spent almost every summer there as a kid. My aunt actually lives in Lexington, which is the the little city where Mid Ohio is. But I have never been to the racetrack. Oh man, I've, I've been to Mansfield been. Motorsports Park though. I raced a truck race there. Yeah, yeah. and an arc race. Yeah, yeah, there's like weeds growing up through. Yeah. I thought they were gonna revive it though. It was a really cool little track. Yeah, it's a fun little track. That's not the Mansfield doesn't have a lot, but they've got that. Have and you then, ever been to the Ohio State, the old Ohio State Reformatory? I've driven by, but I haven't That's done the tour. Where they filmed the Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Right? yeah, I love that movie. Done a tour of that. It's it's pretty. It's spooky, but badass. Like I would recommend anyone in the area going to Mid Ohio to go check that out. They got a haunted history tour of it. 
Oh. Like people, a lot of people have died there, apparently. Um, there's an architecture history of it, which is mm. interesting. Mm. And then the Hollywood history, because Shawshank, oh. Air Force One, and then like two other lesser known movies were filmed there. Air Force One? Yeah, you know that scene where they're in the Russian prison at the beginning yeah. of Air Force yeah. One? That courtyard? That was filmed really? there. That was filmed there. How about yeah. that? Yeah. I didn't know that. Chewing yeah. your knowledge. Can you, can you tell, like when you take the tour, can you see Shawshank scenes? Oh, yeah. Really? The uh, Brooks was here is still, yeah. caught, like all of that was filmed in there. They use that whole thing as a set, so... Uh, and you can take the Hollywood tour, because I've looked it up. I haven't yeah. done it. You can take, like, the... Sh- you can do the tour. All. You can do a self-guided, but then you can take, like, a Hollywood tour huh. where, I guess, you've listened to, like, a... Well, the, the self-guided s- tour gives you... Like, you get a little audio wand, and you can listen to whichever one of the tour stops you want to listen to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, if you want to listen to the Hollywood portion, you can do that and see where, you know, Morgan Freeman... You know, did his thing, or they have the little hole that uh, Andy Dufresne crawled through, you know, a mile of shit and ended up clean on the other side. (laughs) They have that hole in there, so you can see that. They kept the hole. Yeah, they kept the hole. Nice. How long has it been not a prison? Um, I believe since the 80s when it was not a prison. I don't quote me on that. I think there's another active prison right. though in Mansfield. Behind oh, there's more it. than it's, another. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's actually right behind it. So if you're in one of the parts of the tour, they say you cannot take still photos from this place huh. because you can see the prison out the windows. So ah. they don't want people plotting escapes like right. Andy Dufresne. Right. Mansfield just a yeah. glowing also, <laughs> town. The carousel hey, uh, capital of there. Ohio. Carousel. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Mansfield's got a lot. That's a good uh, danger city, apparently. Good, good title to have. I was there actually just in January for my cousin's wedding, and it was like two degrees. Mansfield. Mm-hmm. Mansfield. It the carousel. Cold. We did go downtown to get coffee and breakfast, and there was a carousel, and my dad got very excited because he wanted us all to do the carousel, but it was not open because of the cold weather. In downtown Mansfield, in, in downtown that little square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Like carousel, like ponies. Yeah. Up and down. He actually suggested that Joey was with us. He wanted Joey to get on the seal, mm. but that didn't work. So, yeah, it was one with all of the animals. <laughs> like Did seals and zebras. Did you find $5 at the end of that? <laughs> that was a great story, right? And then I found $5. That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Remember the, like, the ghetto uh, carousels at the fairs where you'd lay and it'd be like 10 times faster than a normal carousel? Oh, and you'd be stuck to the wall. You're stuck to the wall. Yeah. yeah. Or like the, 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 the centripetal. Centrip- uh, the ones where you're like on a board. It's like that the Gravitron. Yeah. The Gravitron. It's like yeah. it, you raise up. The, that was yeah. like Crazy. one of the few rides that made me sick. Did yeah. one of those at Space Camp. I'm telling I took, we went to the Troutman, <laughs> we went to the Iredell County Fair, whatever it is in Troutman. We took my, my little daughter there and we were taking pictures of her. And I just started taking videos of like the, st- the structures. Like she's on the little, the little, um, what do you call it? Roller coaster, yeah. kid roller coaster, and I just start filming like like what it's sitting on, and uh-huh. there's like like bolts like backing oh, themselves yeah. out, I don't and trust like it's the... rusty, and they got like a brick under no. this thing and a piece of wood under that, and I'm like, I love yeah. like a roller coaster park where they are stationary and they're there all day, every day, 365 days a year. It's the like a it's yeah like yeah. a Carowinds or a Cedar Point, something like Theme that. Parks. It's the one the moving. The moving theme yeah. park. They're not theme parks, but they have like the wooden rides. Carnivals. Or- yeah, carnivals. Yeah. yeah, carnivals, circuses. Carnival- yeah. Carny yeah, folk. Carny. Small yeah, hands smell picking, like cabbage. If you're picking up and packing the ride and putting it somewhere else, that's where I don't trust it. Yeah, Barnum and Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> Traveling circus. Rest in peace, Barnum and Bailey. We went to the last one. <sighs> really? Oh, did you? Lucky. Lucky. Yeah. It was cool. That's cool. I went to the Ringling Brothers one time, and it's when they do the, I think all circuses do this. It's like the 
two cages, the circle cages, and they are on a bearing and they rotate and there's people in them and they like jump over them and they like jump rope. I don't know. I'm they terrible had, at describing it. They <laughs> had one where it was like the big ball and they put like 15 guys and dirt bikes in it. And they all drove around like this. You and somebody that? was standing I've in the center. They got I that at the that. track now. Monsters got that at the track now. Really? But yeah. yeah. The I ball of death. I want to yeah, stand in the center it. of yeah. that. There's people. There's like shots small, of people with GoPros small, in the middle of that small. as these dirt bikes are just. Oh, yeah, I think they put the Monster Energy Girls in there a couple times. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like smack in the middle. See what you missed out on, Kim? Dang it. Kim? Darn it. You could have been in a ball of death. You bobbed when you should have weaved. Yeah. We never really talked about the audio off the top. Yeah, we didn't. I skipped yeah. right to, to Justin there. but uh, Yeah, which is, you know, fine because he's our guest. Yeah, we got to get him first. Exactly. You know, exactly. Who cares about these other two? No. Uh, yahoos. No. Yeah, these jokers. <laughs> Nobody cares because this, this is... Right, Blaney, this is the Blaney gang. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. That's pretty, that's I just great, picture you in like way. a three-piece suit with like one of those old tiny machine guns. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, pew, pew. that's my banquet attire this year. Gonna, <laughs> if you don't... We're coming after you. <laughs> and like the the pocket watch, like the chain, the oh, whole yeah. deal. Yeah, to get yeah. And like wingtip shoes. Some spats. Monocle. Yeah. All of it. But uh, <laughs> that was the. <laughs> the audio we had, yeah, was Kyle Bush. Yeah. Uh, I was all, all mad. And him and, him and uh, Keselowski <laughs> had a run in. And uh, yeah, they have it of a, they've had a lot of run ins in their career. And people like to call it a rivalry. I guess you could call it that. But uh, it's pretty. Fun to watch. I like being on the outside of those and yes. watching them rather than being in them. It's thoughts. <laughs> thoughts. Don't want to be in them. Uh, yeah, I would not want to be in that. But watching it, you know, it's entertaining. But is it is it really a rivalry though? I mean, like, is or is it? I just, don't feel like it's a sustained rivalry. Uh, like week in and week out, you're not like, oh, it's Kyle Busch versus Brad Keselowski. I think it's mainly you know because they're two of the younger top talents in the sport. Who are always competing for wins and competing near each other, so they just happen to tangle every now and then. Yeah, Do you have happens. any rivals, Justin, like on track? No. Like, man, I just that guy just love keeps- everybody. <laughs> I try to be Switzerland. Is I can be I try to be Switzerland as much as I can and still go fast and try to win. Try to be neutral. So what I lots found. of banks. I have I mean, plenty of people that have done things that have pissed me off, but nobody that I fundamentally don't like as a oh, person. Gotcha. Yeah. What I found more interesting <laughs> from the audio at the top was the fact that he didn't remember the code like yeah. it sounded like he didn't remember what the code words were are we doing simpsons no we're doing harry gant number two <laughs> what what <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot of number two so that's like probably yeah. one of four options that they had mm. for gant but uh we yeah. have code words on our every team does code words nowadays especially at road courses does that get confusing though um uh, we have a little chart in our car so you really? know like memorizing yeah you would never be able to memorize them yeah but we have a chart and there's different like we have one for we have one for, like, four tires, two tires, gas only. Uh, and then we have, like, three different options for each one. So mm-hmm. you're kind of constantly changing it throughout the race. But mine are all uh, video games. Are they... Yeah. So are you are the charts, Sonic the Hedgehog? Yeah. Are, like, the ch- right. are the charts, though, in your car word charts? Are they, like, the the football signs on NFL sidelines where it's, like, the f- picture, the grid of, no. like, four pictures? <laughs> no, it's it's all words. Okay. Yeah, it's like Sonic, Zelda, Halo... Call of Duty. It's it's pretty good. I picked them at the beginning of the year and we switch them up and nice. So are they placed in the car? So say you had an in car camera. They're are placed they, where you couldn't see it. That's what I was. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. 
Because I mean, I can't, I can't tell you where they. Well, are. I'm, I'm not asking where they're placed. I'm just saying, do you hide them? They're on the inside. Are they in there the entire weekend? Like, are no, you ever? Afraid? Yeah, I was gonna race. say, are you ever afraid that like yeah. a crew member no. from another team so might peek in? They're just before the race, and we actually tape them up, and then I pull it off when we get going, oh. so no one can see. No funny business. Very very sneaky. Going, mm. but yeah, very, it's, very uh, it's pretty good. So. I'd wear Snapchat goggles and lean in to wish you good luck <laughs> <laughs> and screenshot it. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Good luck. There's some weird sunglasses you got on. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. Well, next thing you know, like the helmets are going to have like the heads up display, like in a fighter jet. So, oh, like, you can just like Look put like, them in there. Yeah. I like feel Iron like that'd Man. Be yeah. So distracting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're very distracting. Was it distracting I mean, with the windshield wiper? Did you have yours on your car like some yeah, of the guys we had did? Yeah, ours on our car. Is that- you, like the first run, it was distracting, but you forget all about it. You never know distracting until you can't see anything, like when we raced it in the rain at Mid-Ohio. Mm. And my, my wiper broke, and it was like <laughs> barely, I could see like that much. And uh, that was distracting. Yeah, that sucks. That but, race last year, I mean, during that race, a lot of folks went off into the, you know, the sand traps. I sound like gravel. a golf guy because, <laughs> you know, the, the PGA Championship's in town this week. Anyway, off into the gravel, into the kitty litter. How distracting was that on the racetrack? Watching folks just sort of... I went off. Did you go off? Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I think I won the race because I was the only guy that went off once. <laughs> yeah, I went. I only went off once. No, I went off three times. Two was my fault, and the other time I got I got spun from somebody, like, screwing up and, like, sliding yeah. five car lengths back into you. But I went off twice by myself. Is it frustrating? Very frustrating. I wish there were yeah, more road courses. So, it just happens so easily. It's yeah. so entertaining. And then though. you want to try harder, and then you go off again. Right. <laughs> yeah. You get a little angry. You get a little aggressive. It's like, son of a... Damn it. I did yeah, it again. You do it again. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's tough. Bubba, it p- Bubba passed me off at two. Like, it was the only time I got passed for a position all yeah. day. And yeah. He passed me off at two. I got super... I just spun the tires, got in the wrong groove. And I was like, damn it. And we're going down the back straightaway, and he we would have hit the brakes, and he's just like... <laughs> like, just, like not like I didn't. It really didn't even turn. Like it was just basically, yeah. oh shit! How do I just keep yeah. it off the wall here? So he, Bubba had the lead for like yeah. a thousand feet. Yeah, and then he went right oh, off no. the track. Because yeah. like, he, oh, I got a gift on that one. Yeah. That <laughs> was a fun race to watch, though. It was. It was, it was fun. It was highly it, entertaining. It, it started off dry for like a few laps, yeah. and then it rained. And dry, and then, and then it got dry again, and then it rained again. It was. It was pretty neat. Wetter is better, in my opinion. It's just something different. I mean, it's cool to watch. Those races are great because it's just something different. It's so unique. It's something different than every week. Road America you're doing too? Yeah. Do you like that better or is it just different? I like driving Road America better than Mid-Ohio. It's better for these cars. More pass zones, faster. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Road America is a little bit better. Mid-Ohio is really slow and narrow. I heard Road America is like driving through like a state park. It's really pretty. Yeah. It's a long track too. A four mile track. Yeah, it's awesome. Thanks for Big sweeping corners. So that whole back section of Mid Ohio is kind of like Sonoma. It's just like yeah. it's just point and shoot and point. And you're just second gear, not shifting. Do you guys eat a lot of cheese when you go to Mid or to Road America? Because you're in Wisconsin. I'm, I'm actually going to Milwaukee for the first time during Road America weekend. I don't know if I'll make it over to the track. Milwaukee, but, mm. but like cheese curds. Oh, really, Milwaukee? What? You no, know, as the Algonquins call it, <laughs> the good land. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's World, right? Yes. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. I, was, I did not know I that. Did not. Oh. Okay. <laughs> We're not worthy. <laughs> is, this, is this guy know how to party or what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
Uh, anyways, no, I don't eat cheese when I go to Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Bratwurst. There's good brats at Road America. I've heard there's good brats, yeah. but Wisconsin is known for cheese. Yeah, is, and yeah. everybody talks about the cheese curds, which like mm. our guests are a little like. We're going across that border for some cheese curds and gravy. Cheese bubbles that it. like pop. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Nobody. What, Have you cheese? had cheese curds? Yeah, from Culver's. <laughs> Ew. Hey, I just got really... the Super Trooper reference. <laughs> <laughs> Almost made it. <laughs> We're going to sit here while you guys smoke the whole bag. <laughs> Please no. Please no. <laughs> you know they're coming out with a second yes, they, really? they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they fantastic. just wrapped filming really? not yeah. too long ago. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's been in the works for a long time, I think. And, God, that's know, a great movie. I think they did like fan funding. Like, yeah. they, they just raised oh. money to make this movie. So. That, yeah, I'm always apprehensive, though, about sequels. Especially, like when the first yeah. one's so funny. When some of their I other hope movies they don't try too hard. as good. Um, Beer Fest did you see Beer really Fest? Fest? Yeah. Oh, Beer Fest was yeah. great. I, I was really hoping they were going to do the uh, crowdfunding for the Willie Nelson Pot Fest yeah. uh, that they teased at the end of that movie. Mm. Yeah. Um, that would have been pretty great. But I'm, I'm looking forward to the second movie. Hopefully it's still pretty good. I'm cl- sure it'll be good if it's a Club Dread, did you see that one? Mm-mm. It was meh. Mm-mm. Yeah. It had, its bit. it had its funny bits. But overall, Super Troopers, best one. one yeah. Favorites. Speaking of movies, oh, oh yeah, we saw a movie last you week. You did. We did see a movie last week after we shot this, filmed this, recorded this mm-hmm. thing. They had a uh, advanced screening of Logan Lucky. How was it? Yeah. Ryan did a great job. It was uh, Academy Academy Award winning material. How many lines did you have? I had three, three lines, two on screen, two on screen, and then one, one not, not on, on screen. Okay. Where you couldn't see me, but uh, it was pretty great. Yeah, I was a cake delivery man. It made me want cake. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> sold it. It was pretty good. They sold good. it. I had the look right. So, Ryan, how did you prepare for this role of cake delivery? Well, I meditated man? a lot. Okay. And uh, did a lot of drugs. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cake were you delivering? I have no idea. Oh, see, so you need vanilla. to know. Like, no. I didn't know if that was part of your process. Yeah. It's like, this is was a birthday a, cake going a to a young child. Birthday cake? Was it who, a bunk uh, cake? Likes dinosaurs. <laughs> That's, you got to see the movie. Oh, figure that out. Okay. It okay. plays a big role in the movie. What kind of cake it was? It the cake is a major plot really point. Ties the plot together. The cake, <laughs> the cake is actually a major plot point. Huge. I will agree with that. Okay. okay. I made everything happen. Oh, so. wow. He did. Yeah. He put everything in but into. He in, put the wheels in motion. motion. Wheels mm-hmm. in motion. How many yeah. guys were in that? How many drivers were in that? It was. Uh, Brad myself. and Joey were. Brad and Joey hilarious. were security guards. For like track security. <laughs> like yellow shirts. <laughs> did they? Yeah, they actually, they had actually like sewn on badges, so that was good. White shirts though, uh, and Brad had a serious face the whole time. Like, what is Brad's serious what face? Hey, can you do an impression of Brad's serious like, face? He, he's got a lot of like bottom lip, <laughs> and he just like tries to. Thank <laughs> you. But he did. He did. Uh, I can't remember what their lines were, but they were I security don't know. guards. It was funny. Joey's line was smaller than Brad's, I think. Joey's was like, <laughs> "I'm really can... sorry, ma'am, but <laughs> yeah. can you sign this? He had to sign some waiver." And then um, Carl. Wasn't he a cop or something? Carl and Kyle were cops and they had actual oh, like yeah. West Virginia accents. <laughs> they did. Well, they never told me that we had to have West Virginia accents. Are you were supposed to? Yeah. Why? Well, because, you know, we're from, yeah. from West Virginia. Uh-huh. And uh, I wish I would have known because I would have put on the most god awful West Virginia accent. But what Larson's is- also in the movie. He's a limo driver. What is your West Virginia accent? I can't do it. Oh. You have screen. to study it. Oh. I got to do it on screen. You have, you, you have to be, you haven't done your character Did they have a dialect coach, you think, for the other guys? I know Daniel Craig did. Never mind. I mean, we do have a camera rolling right now, yeah. so I mean, you are I on d- camera I wonder how they just got... speaking, you know, from a technical standpoint. <laughs> it's not classy enough. Oh. Is this live oh. streaming right now? 
No. No, it's not like Do you post it on YouTube or something? People have asked for the entire video. We use snippets. To tease Maybe it. Maybe one day. Ah. We tease um, it. We get I was surprised Daniel lighter. Craig was in it, though. I Doesn't, it's not like his standard genre, no, I would not. say. For those of you who don't know, Daniel Craig is like the new 007. And yeah. he's British. Also a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No one knew that. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. But they said he had to go to a dialect. Dialect? I don't doubt dialect. Dialect. Yeah. Dialect. Dialect. Coach. Dialect. Yeah. With this. To do the different accents. He's got a British one normally, but he does a bit different one when he's doing <laughs> the American British, accent. His yeah? British accent is slightly different than that. Yeah, it is. He's got like the proper British yeah. accent, like a, which is like a lot a, difficult. It's more difficult to do. He's a high class British yeah. accent. You were like. I was a bit cockney, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> down, uh, yeah, we're popping down a pub. We're going to have a pint, yeah. I feel like you go to a lot of football games. I do. I, I'm a Soccer. big fan of Chelsea, yeah. <laughs> I watch, watch the Blues. Uh, they played Arsenal on Sunday. Lost in the Community Shield, yeah. Not it's too good. good. EPL starts up this weekend now. <laughs> Along with football. I American feel, football. I feel like your, your accent got better as you were really talking. Good. Well, I mean, you keep talking, yeah, and you keep doing it, and it's all about our different stuff. You pop down bits and bobs at the park. Do you use your accent during your reenactment? <coughs> I do. I've and done, play the other side? Well, see, I have done British World War Two reenacting as well, love. And uh, <laughs> you do it a bit, a bit of this talk then, you know? You flirt with the birds when you're talking I in a British accent. I love that you yeah? said love because that's typically a British thing. So I was, I didn't get to watch the race because I was working it, but there were a lot of comments about Lee Diffie mm-hmm. on this broadcast. I love hearing his voice on the broadcast. Well, I like watching F1. He's from Australia though, and people were confused. Yeah. And I don't know how they were confused because when you say something, something love, that's definitely a British thing. Now, when you say mate, to me, that's straight up Australian. But it's also British too, mate. That's they true. say mate as well. Do yeah. they? Because I feel like that's so much yeah. more Australian. Yeah. Well, you know they're like related. I realize that. <laughs> I mean, they would never admit that and they would, it'd be like saying, oh yeah, you know, Canadians are Americans. It's the same type of, Ooh, like, they would get defensive. You, was it you I was having a conversation with about how Australians, they just... They shipped a bunch, they, they were shipped, all degenerates. Yes, it was you. Yeah. Yeah, so like were. Australians are just like ZFG attitudes and there's a reason yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was a, a prison, prison island back in the back in the day. Yeah, they yeah. just took all these terrible people and they're like, "All right, ship them to this <laughs> island." That's totally. Off. That's what Georgia was too. Are you trying a, to say Georgia it? was a penal colony? Really? Yes. A what colony? A penal colony. <laughs> these were, these people must have been really bad to get yeah. shipped halfway around the world, right? And then they, I mean, they're all crazy too, so it, it adds up, right? And then half of Australia is not even populated, right? Are you they trying should. to say that Lee Diffie is crazy? Is what you're really telling us? He I'm might. Sure, be. he's a wild some bitch. I mean, <laughs> he can throw down drink. Australians are like that, man. They're like my best friend moved to Australia and never came back, and she nuts. was a wild one. Yeah. So, did you guys see the flesh eating uh, parasites off the coast of yes. Australia? I did. Yeah. Oh, was that off? In Australia? It was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There were uh, it was sea, Brisbane sea fleas. That, they yeah. Them. That's the thing. Like that's why disgusting. it's a prison island because there's sea fleas that'll eat your leg. There's yeah. crocodiles that'll kill you out in the wild. So and you sharks. S- yeah. And sharks. Bikes. And then there's and man of war, the jellyfish. Yeah. Just, who will punch just, you? The dingo <laughs> ate your baby. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Uh, it was a video a few months back of some kangaroo had some guy's dog, mm-hmm. and he was like grabbing him, and the guy just went up and punched the kangaroo right yeah, in the I face. It, yeah, that was it's the coolest so thing ever. That's so how talked. Australians handle their problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good eye, mate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was straight up like you would punch another man. Yeah. <laughs> right in the like right, right in the, in the nose. face. Well, I mean, haven't you seen kangaroo boxing? Oh, it's, it's true. a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a formidable yeah. opponent. You gotta yeah. come with it. Yeah, but I mean they're they gonna usually, rock back on that tail. Yeah, they usually kick with their feet, mm-hmm. their hind legs. You've yeah. been in a lot of kangaroo fights. I have. Yeah, 
It's you gotta wonder what what is genetically messed up with kangaroos though. Like, have you ever like they're ripped? Yeah, like, they are so ripped, jacked. Like, and they walked around, walk around like they're just injected with roids <laughs> all the time. Yeah, there's no other mammals that it's are crazy. as muscular. It's one of those animals that just doesn't make a lot of sense. I feel like there's it's a lot of those like in Australia though. An offshoot of yeah. the genetic tree. And well, they and they don't ever use their upper body. What do they use their upper body for? Nothing. It's their tail and legs. So their upper body should not be that jacked. <laughs> I get like gorillas and monkeys, you know, they're always just doing stuff. But <laughs> they're climbing trees. Kangaroos don't do anything. No. Huge traps. I don't get I do not get it. Like I don't understand kangaroos. I need that workout plan. Can you imagine if they had like kangaroos had like like gorilla arms? <laughs> that would be so terrible. Yeah. That like, would be the, the scariest animal. animal. It's like a T Rex. Yeah. You know, well, we're talking about like, T Rex with arms, it'd be the same arms. thing. Yeah. Be it's so like a T-Rex and a bunny. It's <laughs> <laughs> a kangaroo. Do kangaroos just, have like really sharp teeth? Big pointy teeth. I think they have teeth like a horse. Ooh. I think they got like, I don't know. Like Google chompers? Picture of it here. Square teeth? Are you Googling? I feel like I'm their heads are very kangaroos. small kangaroos. for their bodies though. Kangaroos. Their heads, compared to their lower bodies, Steroids. Instead of skipping leg day, they skip upper upper body day. <laughs> <laughs> just doing squats all day, every day. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> Do you even squat, bro? Do you even squat, bro? <laughs> I, am, bicep curl I mean, and they have pouches yeah, so they, they can pouches, keep their right? joeys. Do the males have pouch? pouches too? I don't know. Or just the females? Female eastern gray kangaroo with joey baby in pouch. That's the picture that I'm looking at. Oh, it's like a, look at that. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. It's like a mole. Oh, it, that's it's like, like a, a camel. Mole. It's like a bunny. <laughs> or if bunnies that, don't have bottom teeth like that, do they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. do they? Yeah, yeah. That looks terrifying. Yeah. Ooh. Kangaroo that's, teeth. That's crazy. That is an unflattering photo. I keep thinking about <laughs> a kangaroo with like gorilla arms. That's so scary to me. <laughs> well, when when you said a T Rex, like a T Rex and a bunny got together, I just picture like a cartoon T Rex with pink bunny ears on its head. <laughs> Miniature. Yes. Not that far off of a kangaroo right there. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Maybe kangaroos evolved from dinosaurs. (laughs) Might. Science. On the next glass case of emotion. Out in Australia, who knows? Yeah. They shipped all the weird animals down there. They did. To the penal colony. They they literally have spiders that are the size of like small dogs. I went down there and ate a worm. What? Called it witchetty grub. Just so the, the, aborig- the aborigines out in like the outback, out in the country, which is the native, the native people there. Yeah. They eat these things called witchetty grubs, which are which are worms that burrow into the roots of plants. So they pull like, these they... plants up and they look for like a big bulge in the root, and then they crack the root open, and there's a worm that looks like a maggot, and it's about five inches long, and it's That's about a large it's like maggot. a hot dog. It's basically like a hot dog, <laughs> and then they cook it up on on ashes. And cut it up, and I ate some of it. What did it taste like? Apple. It tastes like eggs. Tastes like, like eggs? It tastes like scrambled eggs. Hmm. Yep. I've always wanted to go to Australia. It's an awesome place. Yeah, yeah. I met Scott McLaughlin, who is the V8 supercar driver for uh, yeah the Team Penske. He was at Watkins Glen. Really great guy. And he was telling me I need to come to Australia right away, and I, I need to make that happen. That'd be, you need to. That's I awesome. Eat a, uh, Do it. What's it called? It's a witchetty grub. Here. Witchety a witchetty grub. grub. Do you put it like oh, on a bun or you cut it? It does look like a maggot. It. Yeah, like a large, a like a maggot on steroids. It's a giant maggot. For the viewers at home. I just Googled ways Australia can kill you. And there's 15 ways. Oh, wow. Yeah, What's you've the got. the top one? Uh, spiders at 15, saltwater crocodiles at 14, the heat at 13. It gets up to a sweltering 122 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. Um, waves, obviously. Russell Crowe. Mm. Throw a phone at you. <laughs> yeah, cone snails can apparently kill you. Cone snails. Yeah, rug rugby players. Mel Gibson. Um, <laughs> sharks. 
kangaroos. Uh, it's the Outback's most cuddly killer. They can reach uh, speeds up to 44 miles per hour. Kangaroos oh, hey. can? Yeah. That's terrifying. Wow. Dude, how do they run? They hop. They hop. They hop? Yeah. So they can hop 44 yeah. miles per That's hour. That's pretty awesome. They have giant centipedes. It's five uh, eastern brown snakes. I don't even know what that is. You're but really it, selling Ryan on Australia right now. Yeah. <laughs> Stonefish. Stingrays. Stingrays. Steve, Ir- Steve Irwin. Rest in peace. All right, yeah. R.I.P. Too soon. Is it? Didn't it, didn't oh. it, like the tail go through his heart? Yeah, yeah. When so. he pulled it out, cool. Yeah, I said he pulled it out, and he should have pulled it out. Yeah, but I mean, what do you do if a stingray stabs you? Like, what is your natural reaction? Wait, no, There's yeah. no preparing for yeah. that moment. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, stingray won't uh, penetrate my sternum. I did hear an interview though that his son is now getting into wildlife uh, conservation and stuff. I saw that. So, yeah. His daughter's in it too. His daughter's, daughter's really, yeah. kind of cute now. She's of age. It's fine for me to say that, but. <laughs> 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 Her name's Bindi. Bindi. What, Bindi. Bindi. Such yeah. an Australian name. Yeah. She was uh she was like uh, ostracized, I think, from some of the conservation community because she did some PSA with SeaWorld during Blackfish. Ooh. Oh. So she like, lost no some followers. No. I like seeing the SeaWorld episodes where the trainers get absolutely decked by killer yeah. whales or something. Don't feel bad for them. Yeah, like they do the spin mm-hmm. and they just <laughs> truck them. It's the coolest thing ever. Truck stick. Blackfish was scary. Did you see that movie? Mm. No. I I know. I, I mean, you have like wild animals in captivity. Right. Obviously, they're going to go Get super pissed. ape shit on you. But Or that? whale shit. Whale shit, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to talk about shit again for the last <laughs> no. 20 minutes. So no. We no. had enough no. next week. But last we week. can talk about, you know, space and solar eclipse if we wanted to. Yeah, the solar eclipse is what day? Two weeks. You said Justin told us because he apparently knows everything. 21st. You are you are everything. full of knowledge. You're full of knowledge. Very impressed. August twenty first. Twenty first. It's at uh, when was the best time to see it? Uh, it well, depending on where depends you are in the country. On, yeah. 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 So like here, Columbia, South Carolina is where you go. Yeah, that's, that's the best dead place? center. Yeah. Charleston's also good. Yeah. Uh, that line along there, we'll get some side of like I think it's maybe a ninety percent mm-hmm. here because be we're in, just outside of. I'll be in Georgia. You'll be in Georgia. Georgia looking. So between. you'll be in the penal colony of Georgia. Yeah. I'm, right, yeah. What's in Georgia? Prisoners. Uh, so I'm going to go. It's after the Bristol race, so I go back there with Chase. Uh, and then we go when, we're going to the F1 race in Belgium <gasps> on our off week. So wait, are you going to be in <gasps> so Dawsonville, though? jealous. Yeah. Then you might actually be in a good spot. Nice. Because Dawsonville is sort of north Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. That'd be cool. I heard, like, at the best spot, probably in Charleston, it'll be, like, pretty much complete darkness. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are selling weird. fake solar eclipse glasses. What? People are still selling fake mm-hmm. solar eclipse glasses for like 20 bucks because you can't return them. Like how do you yeah. – you don't know they're fake unless you use them in the solar eclipse laps like six minutes or yeah. something. What are how, they supposed to do? Are you sp- Do not stare at the sun during the solar eclipse. Yeah, but they're selling people glasses right. for like right. 20 bucks and they're just like – sort of like they used a window yeah. tint on them be- or something. I've, and then- I've heard this before, but why aren't you supposed to stare at it? Because it's, I mean, well, really, you should never stare, stare directly the sun, at the sun. I know they tell you it's that. It's bad for your eyes. But when you're it's little. an eclipse. The yeah. sun won't be But there. the sun, if it's being covered. But that, I, I'm pretty sure it's something to do with the corona, which is that last bit of, like, it's one of the brightest. I think, I might be making this up. I can Google why you shouldn't look at the sun, but you shouldn't do it. When so at least look at it with sunglasses on or something. Spe- but but there's the special solar sunglasses. Like, yeah. if you look at it with a fake one, it can still damage your eyes. Yeah. I'm just talking about, like, normal sunglasses. Yeah, yeah, can you just wear normal sunglasses? I don't think so. 
Why? So, so I can't even look at this eclipse? You can, well, I can't look what at you it. can look do, at the there's different ways there. <laughs> you can create a box with your hand what? and put it in the shadow and watch the shadow on a piece of paper. It's like a, pin, it's like a pinhole camera. <laughs> what? You think I'm kidding. How That's much more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. I want to look at it. Uh, you can look through it with a special polarized, solarized uh, camera. So um, what do you, if you don't have any of those things, you're just supposed to stand there and be like. Go like this. Oh, you know what you should use? You should use a welding mask. That'd probably work really well. Other masks will look good. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll look good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just have Functional that laying around stylish. in my house. Yeah. Let me just grab that. Yeah, it's good. The only time that the sun can be viewed safely with the naked eye is during a total eclipse when the moon of completely covers the sun. <laughs> it is never safe to look at a partial or annular eclipse. Annular? Yeah. I don't... Angular? Did you say anyway. that right? I, I don't know. Between... I don't know. So we we're so we're good at looking at it when it's completely saying. covered. Yeah, well, but not. Gonna, well, I want to see the. I want to see them like closing into each other. So I'm gonna look at it the whole time. Yeah. What if you like squint your eyes? I don't think that's. Uh, <laughs> like, um, I don't think so, that's a good somebody idea. Somebody on iTunes asked for an explanation of black holes. What the, were we yeah. talking about? Sorry. Black holes. I don't know. I don't like. <laughs> it's the same it's space not, stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm I'm failing to explain why you shouldn't look at the uh, solar but eclipse. But they're coming to us for science, knowledge, and space knowledge. You know what? You should go to NASA, um, which they have a new position there. You can be the, um, what is it? Guardian of the galaxy. Hang on. It was something alien. You can be the next defender. planetary protection officer. Oh, wow. So you can defend aliens and look wow. for black holes, which cool. are just total nothingness and singularities and emptiness. Just Where is this position based? In my heart. Oh. With the black holes. Does it come with benefits? No. <laughs> black hole Medical, dental? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dental I would hope so. Yeah. But it's basically like you're, it sounds a lot cooler than I think it actually is. You're basically making sure that no organisms come back. Oh, like that from, movie you were talking about last week. Life. Life. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like with our trips to Mars and uh -huh. uh, the other, uh, we're going to some moons outside of our... <laughs> <laughs> Right, we're going, going to some moons, moons now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like Jupiter moons and such like that. We're going to Jupiter moons? Maybe not Jupiter. That's a long ways away. It is. But, you know, we can oh. send a craft out there that can come back. Right. With samples. Let's and you want to make sure samples. that those samples aren't toxic when they come into the atmosphere. How do you know they're not America? toxic until you test them, though? Well, that's what the uh, planetary protection officer is for. <laughs> Got to go to the ISS, yeah. man. You know how in uh, mines they used to have canaries? Maybe that's what this guy is. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Ah, that's a great analogy. <laughs> that is that's a exactly good analogy. what that guy is. <laughs> he but goes how, out there, and know. if he dies, it's toxic. <laughs> but what if it's something that's not toxic until years later? Then Who knows what's out in space? Sorry, to hit you. Nothingness. You never know. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, well, space. we don't even know what's on this uh, this podcast. Aliens. Clearly, aliens are on this podcast. Why? Oh, I was like, <laughs> duh. I was like, why is Michigan on here? Because I was so focused <laughs> on Mid Ohio. <laughs> Forgetting that we're going to Michigan this week. As well as Mid-Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was Michigan. thinking Mid-Ohio, not yeah. Michigan. You ever been to Motown? Michigan? N the Detroit? <laughs> like the actual, like, um, the uh, area sound. of the... No, I'm, I have not been to Detroit. Dude, I don't know if I want to go to If Detroit. you like music, go check out the studio. I mean, it's where Stevie Wonder uh, recorded all of his hits. Yeah. Um, Marvin Gaye, they have the piano where he uh, recorded What's Going On. It's in that studio. Like, huh. It's awesome. I recommend it. Highly recommend it. I'd like to go. I do enjoy hey, Motown did you music. See, did you see Stur or hear Sturgill on Joe Rogan's podcast? He's been on there a couple times, right? Yeah, have you heard the first one where they talk about uh, Marvin Gaye? Sorry. Uh, it's been a while. It's so good. I, He's I'll a Marvin Gaye freak. 
Really? Yeah, loves his uh, favorite guy. Loves he's guy. been in like Japan for like the yeah. past month. I know he's been Instagramming like it's been a awesome. style. Yeah. yeah, so he got off of Instagram. Sorry, I went on a tangent there, no. and then he got back no, on it. No, we're all about tangents. Yeah. Just to post his uh, his Japan yeah. story, and he got his a tattoo, stick tattoo, like the old school Ooh. Japanese oh, stick really? tattoos. Yeah, on his forearm, it was pretty big too. Do this take longer? Than a regular tattoo? Think, I would think. I, mean, the guys, I mean, freaking. That'd be awesome. The actual that'd be tattoo, an awesome tattoo like to get, though. I feel like that, like, did, that would hurt a little bit. But it's big. Longer. It's a big one. Like a big uh, it's tattoo. Probably like I mean, that's five sizable. inches all the way around, I guess. It's pretty huh. cool. Hmm. Yeah. I like how we went from Marvin Gaye to tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. What's going on? Well, there was a transition. It was Marvin Gaye yeah. and Sturgill. Yeah. And Stur- tattoos. He got to see Sturgill in Charlotte. I, mean, I was sending Ryan videos and he just wrote back, okay, stop. Piss me off. I was there. What was your take on the concert? I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was awesome. I yeah. love it was a super stripped down set. I love that he had he got mad and and just he ripped. And when it was over, it was over. I loved it. I walked out of that place going, "That's rock and roll." Thank you, Justin Marks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, we, that was my takeaway from it as well. It's badass show. Yeah. He's an unbelievable guitarist. He is. Like I didn't expect that. I and mean, it I was sh- like, it showed Holy it off. Shit, that guy's ro- he's rocking. Yeah. And I love the bass player guy. Yeah. That dude, <laughs> he was in it. Man, it's just like. <laughs> I know. Lap of the bass. I need to. Make it to a show. You will. He's opening for Guns N' Roses. You know I know. <laughs> I know. How is he? That's a hell Why not? That'd be God. badass. It's a great set. Yeah. What's the third band? Is it just those two? Oh, I have no idea. But I mean, they're opening. I mean, they got Deftones. They got Sturgill. They got yeah. ZZ Top. It's a. It's quite an interesting group. Where's this? I don't know where Sturgill's open for them, but it's happening like soon. I think it's. Yeah. I don't know where looking it is. at tourists about to start. I think like. But anyways, we still need to work on getting him on the podcast. That's not, it's a long shot. Sturgill Simpson. Yeah, we just were joking about it. We got to we got to find an end somewhere. A tall. Yeah. Tall order. It'd be tough. You know, it might not be a tall order. <laughs> <laughs> Calling up a song. Sturgill plays in uh, in Ireland Wednesday, August 16th. Too bad I'm not going to be there. Oh, where is he, it, where is he when week. you're in Belgium? Oh, wait. Yeah. No. Ah! <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Holy shit, he's the Friday, Q-Ray's concert. Friday, August. Stop the music. Stop, stop the music. Stop the music. Stop the music. Is he hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Friday, August 25th. I am in. I'm in Belgium the 25th. Ah! No, wait, no, 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 no. No, I'm in, I'm in Dublin. Where Dublin. is he? He plays in Dublin. What? He plays at the Dublin 8 Ireland, Friday, August 25th. And where am I, August 25th? Motherfucking Dublin, Ireland. No Dude, way. if stop. you do not make Just that happen, stop. you cannot come back on this podcast. I'm Is this for real? <laughs> 25th. But yeah. You need I to make that like... happen. No, like... we leave. We Oh, fuck. Yeah, we leave Saturday. We leave Saturday morning from Dublin. And he plays at Vicar Street, August. <laughs> That's a, that was meant to be right, right. there. Now we can. You should oh, drink the podcast for note. helping you. Figure that out. Justin has been our best guest yet because we figured this out. <laughs> you know the beauty of this song though is it could have played out and like we could have kept going. So great, but no, I like I stopping. Like yeah, stop dude. The like music. stop the music. Awesome. Stop, the, stop the presses. Ryan Blaney is going to go see Sturgill. That's unbelievable. I'm so excited now. <laughs> I think he's he's crying. crying. I was, he's crying. Right now, he's crying. He's I'm crying. so excited. I was having a <laughs> shitty day until oh, no. like this podcast yeah. and then this. This. Is All right, great. but you got to return the favor and send one video to me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll send you like an hour and a half long video. <laughs> <of the whole laughs> <set>. Bootleg. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us, man. It was hey, fun. It's awesome to be here, man. Covered a lot. Knowledge on us. Thanks, uh, everyone, for listening. We'll um, talk to you soon. Have a good one.